I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Give it to me. Give it to me. Hello, everyone. I'm Molly Wood. And I'm John Merritt. Welcome to It's a Thing, the weekly podcast supported by you, where we end the week with a little bit of a roundup of the things that have broken through the thick crust of mediocrity and become worthy of our attention. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, I feel like we are taking the world around you and making it more comprehensible. (laughs) You know, like not to toot our own horns or anything, but we're your filter. We do this for you, I mean, by you, because we, of you. We do it for us, and then you benefit. Really, is and then also you I benefit. Say, and then also we benefit. <laughs> and like, everybody wins. Yeah, that's actually <laughs> totally true. We do it for ourselves, and you're nice enough to listen. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, <laughs> we do it for you first, of course. Of course. Um, uh, my wife uh, pointed out my first thing. Uh, both of my things are very like of the week. I don't have very uh, mm. eternal things mm-hmm. <laughs> this week. Eternal. Uh, they're they're very temporary. Um, Ava Wolf uh, on Twitter tweeted out on September nineteenth: the Atlantic Ocean has three point nine stars on Google reviews, <laughs> <laughs> and kicked off one of okay. the more entertaining Twitter threads I've seen in a while, uh, including responses like. The Pacific Ocean has three stars on Google reviews. <laughs> uh, oh and, and people making jokes about, you know, what's wrong with the Atlantic Ocean, uh, all, all of the uh, all of the other things, uh, you know, the uh, the other physical features of the Earth that, that also have <laughs> have low ratings. Uh, what this the reviews writes, might say. Yeah, this got deleted, but I often think about the one star review for Mount Everest. <laughs> <laughs> North Pacific Fun. apparently has a 4.4. I like the person who wrote back, accurate. Atlantic <laughs> beaches are not all that great. <laughs> Sometimes a Twitter thing really hits and is just that fun. Yeah. Uh, no, it was a great thread. Uh, good time. We'll have a link in the show notes if you want to, you know, go back to September 19th and, and, and relive it. But uh, yeah, the Atlantic Ocean, uh, not what, not that well reviewed on Google. Didn't have any idea i mean i guess i could see that about the beaches like the pacific is pretty great but turns out the pacific ocean only has three stars on google reviews (laughs) one person wrote i'm surprised it's rated so highly the place sucks the service is terrible the food is all raw the weather is often severe i'd give it a strong 2.2 out of five personally hilarious correct the pacific (laughs) is vastly superior oh stop it the pacific is too big and you know it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and then a fairly inappropriate but really really funny joke that i'm not gonna read yeah the atlantic ocean doesn't deserve my business okay this is very fun yeah people started getting into the role of the usual comments on a restaurant about the atlantic and pacific ocean now Uh, we're talking yeah good fun good fun i do the atlantic the pacific is too dang cold to enjoy Uh, not not untrue 
Not an unfair criticism. I love it. I mean, it's a very big ocean. It depends on which part you're experiencing, Molly. Evidently, that's true. But the service generally across the board, I'm going to say crappy. (laughs) Um, Amazing. What is the current feeling on the Atlantic Ocean? Oh, wow. How did I not (laughs) get there? That's beautiful. Well, I'm very excited because it was the first day of fall this week. As you know, the autumnal equinox and the harvest full moon occurred. So if you had weird dreams, that's why. Mm-hmm. But it also means that it is uh, time to officially get into holiday related things. And my sister-in-law, who's always right on top of it, texted me to say, have you guys talked about advent calendars being a thing? Because they are a huge thing. Last year, she got us these Costco wine advent calendars, I which I know is where we've talked about this before. And it's a thing. And I went and searched our rundowns and we have not. Well, I know I talked about the Costco one specifically, yeah, yeah, but not you, as uh, that must be what I'm remembering. Thing. Is you just yeah, talking definitely about that. brought that yeah, up yeah. because I think I mentioned that she got them for all of us. And I, it was like a lot of pressure to try to drink a half bottle of wine every day. And then she was like, <laughs> I still have some bottles left over from last year. What's wrong with you? And I was like, OK, fair. But no, it turns out that advent calendars of all types with gifts inside of them mm-hmm. is indeed a huge thing. There are beauty ones, skincare ones, makeup ones. There's Playmobil, which has one that just has like a whole bunch of toys in them. There's one that has cigars in them for every day. An advent calendar, for those of you who don't know, is like a calendar where in the old days, you would have a cute little calendar and you would turn over the page of all of the days of December leading up to the 25th and i think probably originally there was like nothing in there or maybe a little piece of chocolate so then they got popular grabbing a little piece of chocolate like i think i i don't know the history of advent calendars but i know there were ones where the reward was like a biblical quote to inspire right. you exactly That's uh, and there I'm, were also yeah. ones with like small chocolates or something like that to keep it fun yeah Yeah, the chocolates are the ones that I think most people are familiar with. And then there was this Costco one that sort of popped up last year. And I was like, wow, that's amazing. And now they made the Costco like the wine bottles even bigger, which is frankly somewhat terrifying. (laughs) And all these companies now have their own custom advent calendars. Like Kiehl's has one that's just skincare stuff. Like there's, I don't know, like makeup artists I've never even heard of. Sephora has one. This Mm -hmm. Mobile one, Benefit. I just... I had no idea, and she is 1 million percent right, and I just want to buy like tons of them and give them to everybody. People love a sampler platter, right? Uh-huh. It's like you the know? charcuterie plate exactly. of the countdown to Christmas. Oh, my gosh. That's totally it. It's like, <laughs> oh, I just want a little little bit of everything sometimes. Just a little you know? nibble. I'd like nibble. a flight of beauty products. <laughs> so I want a nibble of a three-quarters of a bottle of wine. Right. At Costco. That is a bad idea. It's uh, it's it's uh, not a shocker to me. Uh, all I would say is, if you want these, you better order them now, folks, because shipocalypse is coming. Uh, seriously, yes. But they're kind. It's kind of great because maybe you could just get your hands on some of these instead of actual like big old holiday presents. You could make your own, actually. Like just oh, go, go. To, that's go, so cute and go smart. to CVS, get all the travel size stuff. DIY Advent Calendar. Uh-huh. Oh my goodness. I'm looking this up right now on DuckDuck. That's why I said it like that. Uh-huh. 20 best DIY Advent Calendars of 2021. Oh yeah. Because of course they're totally big. Type you up for Christmas. The Acts of Kindness ring. Boring. Coffee time. Mm-hmm. You can do a little yeah, coffee a one. one. Yep. To, and you put things in the tins. 
mini stocking garland takeout boxes. Oh, it's just like a metal bucket. And then you put little goodies in there. Oh, it's so cute. Oh, mm. crud. This is adorable. The mini beverages one. See, now that's fine. Do the little like the airplane size booze, not like that's a half what a I was of thinking. Wine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, sure. You could throw oh. one mouthwash in there as a joke. Uh, the tiny sock. Dude, <laughs> mouthwash. That's messed up. And funny. That's messed up. Don't do that. Also, uh, clearly, the fact that there's an entire article, more than one, on these DIY advent calendars shows, again, they're a thing. Good yeah. job, Maureen. Advent Nailed it. calendars. Nicely done. Nicely mm-hmm. done. Uh, this one uh, comes from uh, this week. Uh, the... The uh, the okay so the new version of the boss screen is apparently finding a recording of a Zoom call, making it full screen, <laughs> so that those around you oh, maybe you're maybe you're in an office and you want the boss to think you're working, or maybe you're home and you want your family to leave you the f alone. <laughs> uh, but yep. one particular uh, Zoom meeting from April twentieth, twenty twenty. Of the WIPA District Council's Finance and Corporate Committee in New Zealand now has more than 300,000 YouTube views. <laughs> okay, that's incredible. That is absolutely incredible. We're feeling famous after inexplicably going viral on the internet. We're just as confused as you, they tweeted. <laughs> Uh, the uh, Ken Morris, deputy chief executive of the council, said this video is quite the high watermark for our YouTube channel. <laughs> and if you look like most of their videos, because this is a this is a governmental entity. So they, they make their meetings, you know, at like a good working democracy. They make their meetings available for people to view online. Uh, most of their meetings have like, you know, 100, 200 views tops. Uh, WIPA is an area of about 59,000 people or so. Uh, mm-hmm. that, that, that seems, that seems not unusual, but then suddenly 300,000 for this one, because for some it, reason it just kind of went one. viral as like, yeah, use this for your zoom, your fake zoom for your fake zoom. Yeah. Yeah. Which is my favorite part. Like there, there's sort of a double thing situation happening here. One is to put like a fake zoom video up on your screen to pretend that you're busy, which is amazing. And then the other is that they all chose this one in one of those amazing vagaries of the internet. I love it. It's just got, you know, a group of average looking people. They, Mm -hmm. they look like they're dressed for work. You know, one of them's got a tie. Kind of busy. Yeah. Yeah. Not super busy. All white. Interestingly, New Zealand, pretty white place, I guess. Well, depends on where you are, but yeah, maybe all white. Anyway. Yeah. Amazing. Also, I like the idea that people are, I mean, I could see totally doing this in the office, like, oh, yeah, I'm very busy. I'm on a Zoom. But the idea of someone doing this at home is hysterical. Like, get yeah. away from me, family. So like, <laughs> what somebody said, they, uh, uh, my wife asked why the person speaking has an accent. I'm in the U.S. <laughs> busted. Oh, busted. Uh-huh. That is amazing. Yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, fake, uh, fake Zoom, using videos of other people's Zoom calls, <laughs> apparently a thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's phenomenal. Love everything about that. Also, okay, so my I have been warned against the topic that I'm about to bring up today. Okay. 
I have been warned that it would result in emails and that those emails would be angry and that those mm-hmm. emails would say things such as, uh, this has always been a thing. Sure. Do not talk about this because you are in no way qualified mm-hmm. to get past the gate that I am keeping on this topic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But dude, I'm sorry. It's a thing. Like, I know it's always been a thing, but drifting and drift cars are huge right now. They're just huge specifically right now. Like there's like so many people are watching all the YouTube videos. There's even uh, in Long Beach going to be a full on Acura Grand Prix of drifting, just straight up drift racing. And I think that there is a new obsession with the cars specifically. Like my kid is all about, oh, I want to get an A. Actually, I would even say I would even go so far as to say that the drift car that is a super duper thing right now is the Toyota AE86. Look it up. It's this weird boxy little thing. There's some drifting movie that is Japanese that my son is really into that features the AE86 like winning. That is not Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, right? Not that one. Yeah. Nope. No. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I, uh, I'm not, I couldn't tell you what has been the origin of this or why it's sort of like creeping up right now. And I'm certain that there will be all these emails now that are like, dumb, dumb. This has been around forever. Everybody knows about drifting. Yeah, but, but we do this all the time. There's uh, more. If, if this got passed around somehow, uh, we do it all the time where we, we will identify a thing where it's not new. Sometimes right. it's even been around and been a thing for a long time, but we're identifying it either to just kind of mark it notable, definitely a thing, or to note an uptick, a leveling mm-hmm. up, a spike in interest. And I feel like that's what you're saying is like, sure, drift racing's been around for decades. That's sure. that's not what's new. It's that there is a current swelling of interest in it again. Yeah. Not that it ever was gone, but that it's suddenly gaining popularity. And that people who are into car culture even a little bit are right now like super into drift cars. And they're talking about the, you know, the three series BMWs, which they call the E30s or something. The A86 is just like super hot for some reason. There's Drifting 101 that was posted on September 18th on AutoEvolution.com. Like there's sort of this resurgence in interest that I hope someone in our audience can, you know, trace. And help us understand why it's like new again. But it for sure is. There's a story from Atlanta about how uh, Johns Creek drifting incidents are leading to dangerous situations on the roads. Well, and the that's- hotcars.com. These are the 10 greatest Japanese drift cars. Specifically, they call them like JDMs, like Japanese drift machines. It's just a whole. It. I don't know. What's the word I'm looking for? Ah, uh, yes. A thing. A renaissance a thing. of a thing. A renaissance of a thing. Maybe it's because of Mario Kart. I don't really know. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Two weeks ago, <laughs> DualShockers.com, five best drift cars in GTA Online for 2021. It's a thing. The things, things come back around, right? Mm-hmm. And and they can be old things that that res- have a resurgence. That's totally normal. I Drag yep. racing. I remember when drag racing came back in the late 70s. It was like a 50s thing. And then it came back and kids were drag racing, you know, the classic Greece drop the flag, sort of no drifting at that point yet. Right. This is mm-hmm. kind of, this reminds me of that. It's like, yeah, it's a thing that's been around for a long time and a huge popularity in the two, that mid 2000s. And now a new generation is discovering it basically. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think so. And they're kind of into 80 car, 80s cars right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yep, they're watching Keiichi Tsuchiya's Drift Bible. Oh, and that was the, the drag racing resurgence. A lot of people were like wanting to drag race the 50s cars, right? To recapture that, that era. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's and kind of the about- same thing to me. Now they're about the Miatas and the BRZs and right. the A86. They're like, and, oh, yeah, the golden age of drift racing. Let's recapture that. Some of them. Totally. Yep. Yeah. And I will say it's very fun to watch on YouTube. I wish there wasn't quite so much happening around Oakland all night, every night. But um, <laughs> now, <laughs> but it's back. Keep it's an back. eye out if Ghost Riding the Whip comes back. God help us. No. Come on. Because I remember, rather have... I remember doing Buzz Out Loud with you talking about people doing that when it was new. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, I actually thought that you were talking about from its most recent resurgence, which did in fact happen as oh, did people it? were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People oh, were doing okay, it with. Yeah. Uh, no, I was asking that... you to tell me that. So okay, so it already happened. Good. Okay, that's actually hilarious. Yes, it did totally come back. And for some reason, it was attached to that Drake song. Kiki, do you love me? Are you right? You know that one. Mm-hmm. People would leap out of their cars and just let them roll and do the little there you dance. Go. See, it all comes back. Yeah. It's- Ghost Riding the Whip totally came back for a brief period. Go. And then I think so the world d- was like, why, why, wouldn't, why wouldn't drift car racing come back? Yep. It all makes perfect sense. And I will say it's a, it's a delight. The YouTube videos are really fun. You know what else is fun? Getting emails from y'all. Uh, Michelle M. wrote into feedback at it's a thing dot me uh, looking for thing formation. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to confirm something? Uh, I'm a first time emailer, but I had to write in is easy peasy as a phrase, a thing. I'm hearing it everywhere. I'm a nurse and my charge will assure me a new admit will be easy peasy before they arrive. I have heard a video game ad where it is used to refer to an easy level. I've heard friends and family say it. Is it a thing? I say it all the time. <laughs> Easy peasy is older than drift racing. It's older than drift racing for sure. Right. So it's definitely a classic thing as in like, certainly that's a thing. People right. say it. Is yep. it having a resurgence as a thing is the interesting I don't know. Question. I know. So you tell us, friends, we would like to know. Yeah. Because maybe, and certainly it's been around a long time. Maybe it is back. Hmm. Manny writes in with a thing deviation and says, I found the next evolution of the devious lick thing where people steal the most absurd theming they can. This is literally just doing the opposite. They buy things with their own money and put them in schools, like buying good soap or better toilet paper. Again, I don't know why. They are calling them angelic yields, which I guess is the opposite of demonic lick. People confuse me so much. I kind of love this, right? (laughs) Just like going into a a, like a rest stop bathroom and leaving really nice scented soaps. Nicer. (laughs) I mean, that's delightful. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah. Now, now, granted, I can already hear somebody going like, "Yeah," and then the next person comes in, just steals it, and it's no good for anyone. It's like, sure, maybe, but. It's kind of the thing of like, it's kind of the action to me. Yeah. That's cool. Angelic Yield, sure enough. Yeah. Insider.com, Angelic Yield TikTok trend parodies devious licks. The school stealing trend. You know what? I love that because every yeah. action has an equal and opposite reaction. And so I am delighted that everybody was like, please stop doing the school thing. Mm-hmm. And now they're doing the Angelic Yield. Good job, people. Good job. Mike thinks we found a meta thing. 
He says, hi, Tom and Molly. In speaking about the thingness of putting slimmed down versions of department stores in smaller footprints or in another larger store, I think you have identified a meta thing. That is the food holification of life. It seems like the idea of pairing complementary services or businesses together under one roof has officially reached all corners of the consumer market. Food, electronics, clothing, everyone wants to pair up with someone else. Maybe also make some cross-branded products to juice sales, all while enjoying a smaller footprint and less financial risk, like a department store, but where each department is its own brand. I love that phrase, the food holification. That is Mm -hmm. so smart. Because that is sort of what we were talking about it, but it's true. It's just, it's like a buffet everywhere you go, a buffet of everything. It's the modern resurgence or return of the bazaar. Yeah. Right. The the (gasps) oldest version of the market is just everybody being and deciding like, hey, what if we all sold our stuff all in one place so that everybody could come and we all have our own stalls, you know? Oh, that's fantastic. I actually really, really love that. And I'm excited for that to come back. The return of the bazaar. Let's Yay. totally do this. Not the bizarre. Wonderful. The bazaar. The bazaar. The, buzz, the, buzz, the bazaar could be bizarre. So depends. We have a thank you from Matt who says, huh, today I saw a man with a button down shirt wearing a flowy full length dress. He had a beard and no makeup, so he didn't seem to be transitioning. His dress was conservative, so Matt assumed he was not a drag queen. He says the dress was too long and lightweight, so it wasn't a kilt. And I think he was even wearing sneakers. He didn't fit into my preconceived categories, and my brain was a little confused, and I hate it when that happened. And then on the way home, I listened to the latest episode of It's a Thing, and I was like, oh, I get it. Now it's just a dude in a dress because that's a thing now. New category created. Thanks, Tom and Molly. Yay! <laughs> that is the best email we got all week. Matt. I know, it's so perfect. He's like, That's so great. It's just like, a, hold on, did, hold on, hold on. Huh. Oh, it's a thing. Yep. Got it. He's all like, right. I have these ideas about what I think is happening here, but none of them fit. Oh, okay, there we go. Yeah. Yep. Sometimes, that's kind of the, the, the when they talk Dudes about, you know, the, the magic of naming something, right? Like, that's, yep. that's yeah, that's amazing. Oh, so great. Love it. Love it. Love uh, we, it. Got a, we got a couple of first time emailers here. New listener Jonathan on emojis uh, says, hey, Molly and Tom, as a 40 something Oregon Trail Generation member who is currently attending school to finish up a degree for a second career, I'm often in casual contact with the younglings on various places like Discord, class chats, occasionally even in meet space. I think I can clear up a couple of emoji meanings and origins, and I'm pretty sure I'm right as confirmed by a couple kids in my class. Oh, Jonathan, thank you. This is the best. All right. Amazing. The skull emoji for laughter or amusement comes from the common use of the phrase, I'm dead or D-E-D, which Mm -hmm. seems to have evolved from our generation's, oh, I'm dying or you're killing me in response to a continued bout of ongoing laughter. That makes True. sense. Okay, Can confirm. That. Yeah. Yep. That's what that one is. The cowboy hat emoji comes from the common fedora wearing neck beard trope slash mean. So has heavy overtones of milady sort of cringe and is used <laughs> to either preemptively diffuse a comment that might sound a bit mouth breathery or to acknowledge that you are aware of how something may have sounded cringy. Whoa. 
Okay, all of this is news to me, and I've never even seen the cowboy hat in the wild. So fascinating. I'm learning a lot here. Yeah, yeah. This narrows it down. I was kind of unsure. I I had a much wider definition. So this this, this is very helpful. As someone who has spent a lot of time online over the last few decades, it's been interesting to see the rise of mimetic thinking, or maybe just definition and elaboration of it, and internet culture. Its subsequent spread to real life, going so far as to make the zoonotic jump to everyday speech, as it were, (laughs) and then watching it jump back to digital form. I just found the show through some of Molly's other work, and I'm really enjoying slowly working my way back through the catalog. So forgive me if this has already been addressed. Love the show, and I hope that I both clarify some things and I'm not so out of touch that the kids are pranking me by telling me the equivalent <laughs> of LOL means lots of love. Uh, I hope not either, Jonathan, because these make sense to me. They absolutely Yeah, are. this all makes sense. This is amazing. And welcome to the show. That's so yes. exciting. Oh, I'm so jealous. You have so much to work through. How fun, how fun for you to get to listen to all of these things. <laughs> Enjoy. I've yeah. done. That is so fascinating about the cowboy hat. I yeah, also well need to report at this exact moment that I earlier today, uh, once my texts were restored with my brother, I texted him and I used the upside down smiley face to mean sarcasm. And I've just never felt like such a phony in my life. <laughs> I was like, no, this doesn't work for me at all. <laughs> I've just taken to using random emojis and hoping that maybe one of them hits. Yeah. That's better because the upside down, it just didn't work. By the way, uh, thank you to West Bay Stars and to SCW Lung in the Discord who pointed out it, Initial D is the movie that features the AE86. Oh, nice. The racing movie. Mm-hmm. Thanks, y'all. So if you want to, if you want to indulge in, you know, a little bit of a like cool Japanese drift movie thing, OG, that's the one. Initial D. Initial D, like August D. Mm-hmm the rapper but different all right let's get to the shout outs these weeks shout these weeks this week's shout outs uh from our producer rich Trofolino are based on the description of the tiffin glimmer glass filter what oh the please tiffin i'm gonna guess this is photography related given tiffin our producer rich glimmer glass glimmer filter glass of course filter. which as molly and i both know is a glass filter for photography photography nailed it Okay, so it goes, keep in mind as we read these shout outs, and these are, of course, the names of the patrons who support us at the shout out level, that we're talking about a thing that goes on the front of a camera. Right. Great. All right, I'll start. Benjamin Forrest is a line of diffusion patron that produces a soft, clean Joe Hood around practical and specular light sources, while keeping an apparent sharpness on the overall Lee price. On close-ups, the apparent sharpness and fine Kevin Sill is kept as the effect of the lower of the filter lowers contrast while softly rolling into the Eric Duncan area. This low contrast affect moderately mutes bright Jake Woods. This makes the lower end of the Gabriel Cohen diffusion line produce a non-destructive or invasive look. Even at heavier densities, Louis St. Amour never becomes overly powerful in its spread of Mike Aikens. This series of patrons also has a benefit of sparkling when viewed, which can add reassurance to James C. Smith when shooting beauty. That way, you can fully concentrate on the look of your shot. Joe Hood in Discord says, soft, clean Joe Hood is the best kind, he's been told. (laughs) It is true. Uh, and you don't want a lot of contrast when you're softly rolling into the Eric Duncan area. This right? is amazing, by the way. And I would like to know who would read this actual filter, like review or description and be like, oh, yeah, great. That's what I need. The non-destructive <laughs> I, or invasive. Yeah, who was like unsure and then was like, oh, oh, yeah. Okay. No, that's convinced. Yeah. Me. Oh, this is. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh-huh. Wow. And what copywriter is like, no one's ever going to read this? <laughs> totally. Oh, this is amazing. Thank you to Producer Rich for always making the shout outs our favorite part of the show as we literally like go off on a tangent and try to figure out if we need to buy this or not. Thank you for supporting us at patreon.com slash it's a thing. If you're not a member already, consider becoming one. It's totally and worth keep it. keep those things coming. We had great emails, great things, new people, returning people. Uh, keep them coming. Feedback at it's a thing dot me. Bye. Whee! Bye. <laughs> Can't hold it back. Gonna break down now. Can't hold it back. Gonna break down now. Can't hold it back. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.